This presentation is from UX Australia 2015, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Hey, so hi everybody, my name is Darawan. Um, I'm a designer, but I've mostly been working in visual communication, doing a lot of sketching, supporting projects in customer experience, in strategy, service design, performance improvement, those kind of things. Um, and today I'll be talking about visual thinking for problem solving and just telling you a little, about, a little bit about the work that I've been doing. So I'm often engaged to produce things like this, like pretty polished images that are used for presentations. But usually when I get into the project, I find that what actually needs to be done is things like this, you know, things that, are, that you sketch quickly and are just for iterative purposes. Um, so my background is actually industrial design. And when I was an industrial design student, I was drawing things like this. So I was exploring things like usability and form, but I found that I was also sketching things like this. So I'm not really sure how clear that is for you, but it's a mind map of a whole lot of initial concepts that I did um, during my final year design project. And I felt like I needed to do this in order to um, categorize and understand all the ideas that I had come up with in order to make a decision about what I was going to do next in the design project. So um, then I, a little bit later, I began to be a bit interested in experience design. And I was wondering about how these skills, these visual thinking skills, could be used not only for things that are tangible, but also for things that are intangible. So I think that, I found that some people think that when you create visuals, you're using them mostly for the very end of the process, you're using them to present. But I think that visual thinking can be valuable throughout the entire process. So that's something that I try to encourage and try to help people with. So say you're, um, you're having a conversation with somebody. Usually when I have a conversation, I like to sketch while I'm talking. So for this, this example here is a conversation that I had with the university that I was doing a little bit of work for. So um, they do extracurricular programs for students that support their academic degree. And so we were having a conversation about what kind of students engage in their programs and what kind of students don't. And as we were talking, the sketches were growing on each other. Um, I would suggest things that I thought were true and then they would tell me what it actually looked like. And so in doing this, um, by drawing this out, there was this really this common understanding about what we were talking about and we were able to build on it. And then it became like an initial step of understanding the problem that they were facing. So say you need to engage with people and you need to inquire about something. So um, an example of this is when a client came to me and they said they have a group session within a hospital with hospital staff and they wanted to talk about a patient's journey and they asked me if I could help them document it. So this is what we did. So I'm this person here with the paper and the pens and there's this person over there who's a facilitator and these people in the middle here, they are the hospital staff. So what we did was we used the patient's journey as a structure and we walked through it and the, the hospital staff discussed with us and told us what they think should happen um, or, and how, or the things that need to happen so that this patient can have an ideal journey through the hospital. So things happen in, um, say, the correct way or the, the, the way that the hospital staff was correct. So how I documented this was I had a whole lot of piece of papers and I would sketch as we were moving through and I would stick it up on the board. So to give you an idea of the kind of things that I was drawing, I was drawing things like that identified a location, um, 
artifacts that the patient might be using, like the brochure, activities they do, and also the other people that they might be um, interacting with. So this is the uh, result. This is right before, this was on the floor right before I had to glue everything down so we could actually display it. Um, and um, the result of this session is that everybody really enjoyed it and everybody felt like it was really creative um, and that they were really able to um, give their opinion uh, altogether. So what, what happened was people like, the pharmacist could put her hand up and say, at this point, I need the surgeon to do this. And the anesthesiologist could put his hand up and say, I need somebody to do this right before I need to see the patient. So it was a really good conversation that we had together and um, it was valuable because we were able to have it documented. So what the staff was able to do with this afterwards was have a picture of an ideal journey that they were then able to talk to other people over it and build, onto the, build on their project. Um, so sometimes you might need to synthesize information and communicate it. So um, if you were in Ash Donaldson's and Mike McKenna's presentation yesterday uh, about turning goldfish into squirrels, you might recognize some of this imagery. So... Um, they basically said that they have data and they need to show it to others in a way that other people cannot digest it and understand it. So I was faced with this, and, um, which was data that was collected from a whole lot of contextual inquiries. And my task was basically to create a visual summary of each participant that was interviewed. So this is a little bit about how I did it. I first started to scan the information and pull out themes that I um, identified that were similar across different people and I developed this. This was like a basic template that I used as a guide in order to create a summary of each of these participants. So I identified things like their pains, their goals, the assets that they have, their debt, um, management. And by the way, this was a project for a superannuation fund. Um, the people that they sought to for advice and their super. So this, this I use as a basis to start then collecting, pulling out the information and organizing it, which was the next step here. And then I put it together into a graphic. I sketched it out quickly so that um, it could then, it was on an A3 piece of paper, it could be then put up on display in the room so that people could walk around and look at each of them and compare them. And it was also helpful in being able to just glance across at the different images and be able to tell a story about this person. So um, there were key points that stood out, such as things like the mountain of debt. So I used a lot of icons and metaphors to explain things, and with a super, I commonly used um, a safe that was locked away and kept up in the clouds that people didn't really interact with. And just to show you another example, to show you something a bit different, so again, how I used the template as a guide, I didn't really follow it, um, exactly, but it was helpful in the process to identify and arrange the information. So say, for example, something that stood out with this one was how this couple interacted with their super. They used it to um, pay off their mortgage, which is uh, not something that everybody was doing. So this really helped to show those kind of differences. And we found that the, the information was available um, more readily to people, easier to absorb, and um, my goal in this was really to provide a platform for people to, who worked at the super fund um, to feel closer to it or have a better understanding of who their customers were. Okay, so sometimes you need to empathize and be human-centered. So a way that um, I like to do this is to draw, draw the person, draw the customer, um, 
but not just draw the person, also draw their emotion, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. So this person maybe is a little bit confused. This person probably be a little bit surprised. This person is excited about something, they've just achieved something. This person's probably a little bit bored, has been angry, a bit nervous. So I like to play with the little elements like the eyebrows, the eyes, the mouth, their gestures in order to um, convey what they're thinking or feeling. And I find that um, this really encourages people to... Uh, it's, it's much easier to put yourself in this person's shoes and imagine what they're thinking, what they're feeling. So this group is having a bit of an argument. Another thing that I like to do is I like to encourage my clients to put themselves in um, the customer's shoes. So I'll do something like I'll sketch the person and then I'll draw a thought bubble or a speech bubble and I'll ask my client to fill it in. So what I find is they'll say things like, I'm really looking forward to it. So they're speaking in first person as if they are that, that person. Or I'm actually really nervous about it. So sometimes you need to build something or change something. And one of the things I'm often engaged to do is to draw out customer journeys. So this can happen in stages. So I find that, say, at initial stage, you might do a rough, quick sketch on a post-it note and just start getting the beginnings of an idea down. Maybe it's in pieces, doesn't have to be right or neat, but it's a starting point to build on and communicate to other people. Then you might flesh out an idea a bit more and identify some things, some things like who the people are, which I've shown with different colors, their emotions, and a flow between different steps. Um, with this stage, you often find that things like insights and gaps start emerging in the story. Um, at a later stage, you might add information like a scenario person or a persona and start working at the details. And then you can get to this point where you actually produce a final image for presentation or to communicate to others. So that's um, a bit about the work that I've been doing. I think visual thinking is a great tool for process and I think all of us should do it a lot, lot more if you don't already. That's it for me. We hope you liked this presentation from UX Australia 2015. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.